Alright, alright. Calm your asses down. The Dose Chunkies podcast is a full motherfucking effect. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the motherfucking show. Hey, yo, easy. You got anything to tell these motherfuckers? Start on your target, then you blow this shit out the motherfucker. Do the drop. Do the drop. The drop? Do the intro? Yeah, drop it, homie. Drop it like a song. We don't got to do no motherfucking intro. They know who it is already. It's the two chunkies, dog. Yeah. They is already it, know who it is. Dog. Is it two, like one and two? Or is it because our two chunky? Uh, whatever they, whatever, whatever floats they boat, dog. Oh, show. Sure. I know we'll float the boat because we can float. Because we can float. We don't need Yo. no life boat. Float on. <laughs> what up, dog? <laughs> Chilling, dog. What's up? What's good? Chilling, man. Chilling. Um, yeah. Last week's episode was dope, dude. I finished listening to it, listening to it today. Oh, did um, you? Okay. Yeah, good shit, dude. Very funny. Hey. Very, insp- very inspirational. A lot of very humbling. Very humbling. Yeah, yeah, like that stuff. That shit opened up my. That shit opened up a lot of people's eyes and shit. Though. Like, a yeah. lot of people hit us up. Man, that show was like something else. Like, I gotta fucking stop doing. You know. Yeah. Shout out to Elena. Yeah, I can't oh, see you, though. I'm right can here, dog. I ain't got nowhere. Yeah, I can see you. The there goes, there goes your internet again. Your nah. internet again. There you are. Your internet, nah, it sucks again. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, bro, got a lot, definitely a lot of good feedback from everybody, man. We appreciate it. Yeah. Like I said, again, shout out to Elena for coming on the show and sharing her, uh, sharing her story. Uh, I know it, it, it took a lot, and uh, again, I hope we made her made her laugh and think about good times, and um, yeah, made it worth coming on there for her. You know, yeah, I saw her today, and she was like real stoked about it. And uh, right I want to get one of those fucking T Rex suits on. Hell yeah! <laughs> Shoot a video with it. Yeah, exactly, dog. You know this motherfucker. But you know what? I was thinking. I'm gonna say right here, like, you know. Like her and her husband created that shit, bro. Like they deserve all that shit, that, that all the monies that they're getting. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. her now. Especially her now. She deserves all that. And yeah. I am not gonna buy one until I am not gonna buy one until I know that the money goes to her and her mm-hmm. kids. You know what I mean? It's just business is a bitch, dog. You, you know. Oh, well, like what, like what we were talking about that today with the whole Jerry Heller and ruthless record oh, man, in NWA dude. thing, bro. Like, holy shit. There's that side of any business, I believe, right? There's a side of any business that people morally or personal morals would not agree with, but it's business. Yeah. And I don't know if that's acceptable. Like you just go ahead and accept the terms that business brings and you learn how to maneuver around those rules and and benefit. Or do you just say, fuck that and... You go about doing business how you feel it needs to be done. But at the end of the day, business is still going to be that way. I hope that makes sense. If you can be doing internal business with your with your own personal company and say, hey, I'm going to make sure everybody gets their fair share. I'm going to make sure all this stuff happens. I'm going to make sure that I'm legit and I'm fair to everybody from the top down. And then when you have to deal with a vendor or an outside company, you still have to deal sometimes within that 
business, you know, um, the business side of things that you don't agree with. So either way, it's you can only change so much. You can't change it all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. People are wondering where that came from. What we brought this up. I, I brought it up to you earlier today, and I know you don't fuck with Vlad TV. I don't either. But no. there's certain there's certain guests that I will listen to because I know it will not be any type of incriminating drama or negative energy. They're just there to tell their story, which is Yella, DJ Yella. Um, I've always wondered about him, dude. Like his side, his complete side of the story. So he was saying that, you know, this is how I found out. I didn't know. Like Jerry Heller was taking 20% from Ruthless and 20% from NWA. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he said that they were so young that they didn't they did they didn't really know the business, dude, you know. Um he never had an issue with Heller. And he said that Jerry Heller, bro, was never, never once in the studio with him. Remember how in the movie he was holding the studio with him? He never set foot in the studio with them. So this fool was taking 40%. No. Yeah, 20% on one end. It's different. We talked about this today. So I'm going to say this right now right off the top. Do I agree with the business practices of what happened to NWA and Dr. Dre? No, I don't. But let me explain. He got 20% for being the manager of NWA. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a total separate thing than Ruthless Records. He was the manager of NWA and he got 20%. And then his other hat or position that he held was an, as an executive, probably main artist relations or however the title they gave him. And he got 20% from everything coming out of this records. So yes, in, in in real time, yeah, it was 40%, but it was 20% from Ruthless and 20% for being managing it, which Ruthless play, paid him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I get it now. In my opinion, it's, it's a conflict of interest because you can't negotiate terms of a contract for your client if you work for the company that's trying to offer them a deal. I think that's wrong. Perfect example, uh, David Kenner. Certain night, death row. He was everybody's lawyer. So if you weren't happy with the label, you couldn't go to him because it's a conflict. It's a conflict of interest. Uh yeah, very true. And Shug Knight's yeah. wife managing everybody as well. I did not know that till you told me. Yeah, I didn't know Sharita. Yeah, she was. Yeah, Sharita. she was like Snoop's manager and like Dog Pound's manager and like you know what I mean. But see, here's here's the thing, dude. Like. As an artist, you struggled so long with your art form. And whatever that road that you took to get there, choices and sacrifices and losses have to be, you know, done before you can be successful. Right? How much how many how many relationships were broken because these guys made this record, right? They chose their craft or anything else to be successful. And you get yourself in a position where you are having success. I mean, your face is on the TV. You're hearing your name on the radio. Your TV Raps is contacting you to do an info. Info. Yeah. And someone throws a check in front of you for more money than you've ever seen in your life in one time. That's a very hard decision to make at that point. Because up until this point, 
you're self-educated or from the street or, you know what I'm saying? And no one has ever told you in your life, hey, before you sign anything or before you receive anything, you should probably get a lawyer to look at everything before you commit to something, right? There's instances even after NWA where people have signed record contracts for seven years saying that they have to put out X amount of um, X amount of albums per year in order to get the sign or in order to not owe them anything, right? Or get a signing bonus. And yeah. that's almost slavery, bro. You're signing away your life for seven years and it puts it puts a it puts it puts some heat on you. So I, I get it. I get it not knowing the industry. And just taking the jump. Some of them did it. Other ones, you know, they, they're a little smarter than other ones, dude. Yeah. Two things. Uh, now that you brought that up, um, <clears throat> I listened to a little one interview fucking years ago. Little one. He put out, it was fucking year. I don't even remember who it was with. But says he remembers people were offering him like 10 grand for his album. And he was right off the streets, bro. So 10 grand? It's 10 grand. You mm-hmm. sign, you sign that paper without you knowing how that's going to affect you in the long run. But at that moment, $10,000 for somebody who, you know, who had no money. Yeah. Is I like mean, the situ- like this, like this situation, bro, like for me personally, like if someone's offering me 10 grand, I'm going to take it. Cause most likely back then my rent was past due and my phone was about to just dis- get disconnected and I needed diapers for the baby and I needed something to get my head right. Like, there's all those factors that as an artist and youngster that you deal with. And yeah, you're going to jump at money no matter the quantity. But then looking at you get older and you see somebody make a deal that's essentially better than yours. And you see them reap more direct benefits from it other than having your name out there. Then that can get you to start questioning shit, right? And here's the thing. Yeah. Dude, I don't know if you know this. The first member to leave NWA was a nice you. Who was it? Arabian Prince? It was Arabian Prince. Yeah. Arabian Prince already had success and had and knew the business more than all these other cats because he already had a solo career with uh, Bobby Jimmy and the Cricket and the, was it the Crickets? Bobby Jimmy and the, and the Crickets. And then, um, you know, he already had done Supersonic. So he, he, he knew the business already. And once he seemed like, nah, this isn't good, he left and he went about it and sued him and was getting paid for it. And that was yeah. before Ice Cube left. So Ice Cube was. So you say him and Ice Cube were smart? Um. Yeah, I would believe so. I mean, if you look at the two careers, and I'm not trying to knock anybody. If you look at Ice Cube's career, okay, and all that he accomplished after NWA, yeah, he's smart. Hell, smart. Yeah, but. If you would have looked at if Ice Cube's career would have been different, say Ice Cube's career turned into my career, yeah, it probably wasn't the best deal for you. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's all it's all relative to the it's all relative and measurable by the success that you have after a decision is made. And yeah, so it's funny that we're talking about this because I was listening to an interview today with a uh, um, they got a. Uh, What's his name? Biggie's bodyguard, uh, Gene oh, Deal. 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 Yeah. So he's on the Vlad show now, and he said something I had never heard before. On it as as being interviewed or as being interviewed. He, he didn't even okay. say it in his own. I don't know if you heard his 
his own show, the Gene Deal Show. I don't know if you heard. It. I yep. think you have. We talked about it. Yeah, on so, MREC. He had MREC. He was on MREC TV as well. Yeah. So there was. They asked him, well, how come Big didn't respond to hit him up? Big, and he said it, Big, even if he wanted to, he couldn't respond to that song because he had his hands tied with Diddy, with Puff Daddy, at that moment because Biggie was broke and Puffy was like, all right, sell me your, sell me you're publishing for like certain amount of dollars so big you know again not having money thinking that we you know i thought he was fucking you know he was up there getting loaded with money you know what i'm saying like puffy bought the publishings and that's what's fucking he's still getting paid till this day yeah i didn't know that so puffy knowing that knowing this is my guy right here i'm bringing this guy he needs money I'm going to get something in return. I'm going to buy his publishing for X amount of dollars, which is fucking even that it's, it's making probably triple quadruple of what it was back then. You know what I'm saying? I think it was like 22,000 or something like that or 200,000. And, and imagining if he would have known what was going to happen to Biggie, right? Yeah. 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 He knew. I think, um, he, who else was it? Ah, fuck, he was talking about that. Yeah, so he couldn't reply to that because Puffy was like, nah, like, don't, don't, uh, <clears throat> don't say nothing. But Gene Deal was like, I was sitting in a fucking Winnebago with Biggie in LA. And he's like, I swear to God, the next motherfucker that say my name, I'm gonna fucking tear their ass up. Like, he was like that. And personally, I don't think he wanted to respond to Pac. I don't think he wanted to respond to him. Um, now, like right now, these past two weeks, I heard that new Nas album, that Death Row East track where he really broke it down. And excuse me, like I had a, I, I asked one of the one of the guys at work asked me they like, hey, how would you think Nas would have fit in that Machiavelli album? That shit would have been fucking great, bro. I mean, the album oh, yeah. was great already, but if you Nas flew to Vegas or was going to fly to Vegas to meet with Pac and squash shit and like that shit would have been fire bro like well I what told a, you what he a, was supposed to he was supposed to be on that album yeah would have could have and should have you know what I mean and then like yep. I told you like if he would have squashed it with Nas I'm pretty sure he would have squashed it with Big mm-hmm. you know what I mean you know what's, um, you know what's fucked up about this whole situation though bro at the end of the day it revolved around money yeah. Both sides kept that beef going because it sold records, and two yeah. people, and who, died. and two, and two great, one of the greatest, two of the greatest rap artists of all time died because of it, and countless others after that died because of this whole shit. Oh, a lot of it. I, I heard it was like a fucking massacre. But in Compton, you know what I'm bro. saying? It's like it's like, oh, and ju- it's not just Compton. It's on both sides. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And and yeah. it just to me it just again there's always a price you got to pay, bro. There's a price you got to pay for fame. Some people are willing to pay that price. Others don't think it's worth it. Yeah, um, I'm always listening to fuck it. I, I, I tell you, I, I rarely listen to music now. If I do, it's like certain music. But I was listening to uh, the Art of Dialogue. Another mm-hmm. uh, that's a good. This guy's pretty good. I like it. He had Danny Boy on it. Though. 
mm-hmm. uh, interview with Danny Boy. Danny Boy's and, last uh, interviews with him, I didn't really care for. But this one is is, is something different, bro. Um, yeah, the last one it was just same old shit that I heard in the wedding. No, but he um, was a little bit more disrespectful to like people in his stories, like the Mary J. Blige one, and uh, who else did he mention? He 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 kind of went Michelle A. Uh, no, um, Joel and 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 Michelle A. Yeah. Um, there was another one too. I don't know, but it was just kind of like, just tell your story, bro. You ain't got to bring anybody down in your story, dude. He like, was shitting on him, fool. Yeah, dude. I think it was uncalled for because they're not, they're not talking about him. Yeah. They... <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, they asked him. They asked him like, oh, about Biggie dying. He's like, I was rolling with, uh, fuck. He was rolling with Young Buck. Young Buck, you know. Mm-hmm. Young Buck now, though. So they were rolling around LA in the limo, dog. And uh, who was the other person that he was with? Somebody else. They they drove by the Peterson's Automotive Museum and they saw all that shit going on. They kept driving. Then all of a sudden, I guess the limo driver was like, oh, somebody just got shot. Big just got shot, whatever. So they drove to the hospital. They saw Mary J. Blige. They saw Lil' Kim out there. And he's, he, he brought a good point. Um... He brought up a point that one of the correctional officers that over there where I work at told me, he's like, Big got killed? It could have been a ton of people because they killed... Tupac was just... Tupac had just been killed, bro. This guy was like, even though he was from the East Coast, the West Coast adopted him and brought him to be who he was out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is our own fucking artist out here in the West Coast, right? So he's like... And then all of a sudden you drop a song called "Going." I'm going back to Kelly. Like you're poking at people. And then you're in fucking Kelly, fucking getting with all the girls, bro. No, the line yes. in going back to Kelly. I only got beef with those that violate me. I will annihilate the case closed. What the are you talking about, bro? Like you should have just left it alone. Now you're saying you're, you're kind of bolstered saying that you or you know who had something to do with with homeboy losing his life months before that, dude. It was stupid. He had no business being there, bro. Honestly. Yeah, no business being in L.A., bro. You don't go where you know you're not fucking like. And you remember we were talking about this in one of the shows when you first when you first started being on the show. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people were like hardcore with that shit, bro. Like no fucking bad boy will be played. No, I don't like fuck you, with bad boy. Yeah, you talking ass kicking? <laughs> hey, you talking ass kicking, bro? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. But regardless, bro. Hey, I'm not even. I'm fucking. It's death row for life, dog. But there was a certain time where those fuckers kept dropping just hits after hits after hits, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know what? You know what? Those fools made a uh, sampling, uh, Puffy. Those sampling songs when they started sampling all those songs, uh, those shits were pop- those, some of those songs were fucking hitting, bro. Um, you know which ones I like, and it wasn't any other one. Well, except for that one, it wasn't any of the ones that were heavy sampled. Did you like uh, "Can't Nobody Take My Pride"? I, I we used to play the shit out of it only because my homeboy Camel, rest in peace, liked uh, that shit. And I'm gonna tell yeah. a story because it's it's a story that follows me forever. And we were kind of talking about this before the show started. 
one time we were walking to the liquor store and Camo had a can of spray paint. And so Camo hits up the neighborhood and then he writes, nobody can take our pride. Nobody can hold us down. Oh no, we got to keep on moving. <laughs> he wrote that shit on the entire wall, right? God damn. And, then, and so we went to the store, come back to the pad. My aunt landed going someplace. She comes back, she goes, you guys are fucking stupid. Like, why? She goes, can nobody take our pride? Can nobody hold us down? I was like, yeah. And you know what I'm saying? That song, that song in particular <laughs> forever reminds me of my homie Camel, man. I miss Marcos yeah. a lot, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I miss, I miss Marcos a lot, dude. Dope homie. Solid cat. Solid cat, bro. Like, was was down for whatever. Um, very genuine heart. You think I'm a baseball fan? Dude was a baseball or sports fanatic, dog. Yeah. Like whenever we uh, would watch Padre, whenever we would watch Padre games, dude, it was a bag of seeds in the tall can. That was mandatory when he would watch baseball. How and, long ago uh, did he pass? Uh, almost eleven years. It'd be eleven years in October, I believe. Oh shit, man! Damn. Yeah. Fuck, that's crazy, bro. Hey, speaking of, uh, uh, um, how shout do out you to the feel- shout out to the whole Solis family. Oh, there you go, man. Shout out to this family. Yeah. Um, when you're driving by, I know you, when you, you know you're driving in San Diego and you see all neighborhoods hit up on walls and shit. How do you feel about that now? Do you feel just, like it? Um, some people say, oh, that's fucking dumb or shit like that. I mean, how do you feel about that? I read I know it, it has to, to some I read it. I read it to educate my kids. Be careful on the streets. Mm-hmm. I can still decipher it and know what that shit means, right? Yeah. And I have a son that's 17 years old that could easily be walking to the store and get mistaken for somebody. My son's not like that, but I make sure he understands. Hey, when you start seeing this here and that there a lot and often in your neighborhood it's probably not best to be walking around right now you know what I'm saying yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You got, yeah and you got and you got to know your surroundings you got to know like hey you know what I might not be might not today might not be the best time to be hanging out at a park you know what I'm saying today might not be the best time oh. to, to go to an event and stay past longer than what we should you know what I'm saying it's just that's just the way it is I see it as it tells the story of the street and the street still has there's still drama in the streets, bro. Oh yeah, tons. My son asked me, my uh, 15 year old, my 16 year old asked me, um, like, Dad, why are they uh, why are all these names tagged up, crossed out? I'm like, it's nothing good, man. Like, stay away from all that shit. Like, you see all that around here, like, like you said, like that's a sign. And we out there walking that night. It's a story. It's a story. Like you can get dressed. You get caught up. There's been countless of people being killed because, oh, this was walking in the this fool's walking at this part of the night. So this was part of it. And you're right. Like yep. you hit that shit right in the head, bro. You hit that motherfucker right in the head. Like this is telling you a story. And this is what's going on out here. And it's some real shit out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, rest in peace. Oh, rest in yep. peace to Gonzo, bro. Rest in peace to Gonzo. Yeah, that's crazy. Dude. People are like, fuck. He got he got killed in Seattle. Like. Yeah, well, hey, man, these motherfuckers, they, it's anywhere, bro. Like, 
he was driving, they rolled up on him and fucking that's all she wrote, bro. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. I had one guy, like, uh, one of the guys is like, dude, these out here, they some fools out there about it, they ain't with that social media shit. All that social, social media court. talking. That's why I, I, when you said that, like, Biggie didn't reply, I was more worried about what was gonna happen because, because Biggie didn't reply. Yeah. Always That's what you need. That's what you, yeah, you need to worry about that. Those kind of people. <clears throat> What's but. that saying that they always say, bro? They say the loudest one in the room is the weakest one, or something like that. Mm. Yeah, the loudest one in the room is the weakest one. The squeaky wheel gets the oil. The what? The squeaky <laughs> wheel gets the oil, <laughs> or it gets replaced. That's how I look at it. That's that saying. You know, do you know if I don't speak it's like if I don't speak up, that's gonna happen. You know, speak the wheel gets the oil or it gets replaced. We replace the wheel so it doesn't speak yeah. anymore. Yeah, so damn fool. But yeah, fool, that's crazy with this whole, you know, gang uh not gang bang, but you know, fools just crossing out everybody's names and hitting up. So let's go let's go back to what we started on, man, the music business, dude. Like you hear stories of this, right? You hear stories of this time and time again, going all the way back to like, um, you know, the temptations not getting paid what they should have got paid. And artists, you know, back in the day when you thought they were, because they're on TV and performing that they're rich. It's just that business, yeah. bro. You know? I thought it um, was, it's deceiving, bro. It's deceiving. Like, it's, it, I, it's the devil. Yeah, goddamn devils! It is. I was it's the devil, bro. I was talking to one of the guys at work, and he was talking about the show, The Young Rock. I think there's mm-hmm. a show with, that The Rock made. It's called The Young Rock. He he said it's a good show. He's like, he, I should watch it. I'm like, I'm gonna check it out, right? So mm-hmm. he said that after you know The Rock tell his story, he was he was getting evicted. They lived in cars. They were real broke. Me thinking like, oh, his dad's a fucking wrestler. They're getting, they're they're living good, bro. He, uh, he said there was an, a part of the show where they took off in a fancy car after the show. They pulled up to a hotel room, and his and he he asked his dad like, Dad, how come we got to sleep in a hotel room like this? But we got a nice car. He's like, you gotta leave that. You gotta be an image to people out there. Like that shit is crazy, bro. Like mm-hmm. I drive off thinking that you're rich, but. In reality, broke, or or yeah. just spirit or spiritually broke, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like how how many people how many people really get into what they created and lose themselves? Right. Ah, a good example would be like The Rock, right? Like if he really truly would have got into himself and be who he was, he probably would have lost his genuine self. But I think. Him using his actual name, like Dwayne Johnson, right? That's he's trying to separate the two because there's that character. Because that's all The Rock is is a character from WWE. That's a that's a wrestling character. Dope ass character. To, but he's trying to separate himself from that and say, "Hey, I can still be The Rock because that's a first. That's a character. But then I'm also a legitimate actor in some form or fashion. Except yeah. for the Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. But we're not going to talk about that right now." <laughs> about it, and I can fucking um, <laughs> And I'm fucking buff 
right? But you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, again, I, 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 unless, I don't know. Okay, so here's a good example. I can only speak for myself, but here's a good example. I finally get some financial backing to, to record my music where everything was going to be paid for from recording time to finished product, right? Yes. The day I'm supposed to start recording landed up being the day that I needed to start a new job because I just found out my wife was pregnant. So at that point, I was at a crossroad. Do I fuck this job off? Or do I go or or do I go to the job and, and make try to make something happen because I got a baby on the way? Mm. I fucked the recording session off and I went and got the job. Hey, let me ask you something about that. Hey man, how come you still didn't reschedule the recording time? I did. I, I did reschedule it. Okay. But but and my life got more complicated because if I would have chose to just say, you know what, fuck it. Let me just work on this on this album. That album probably would have went. It probably would have got recorded faster. But when I once I went and got this job, I'm working Monday through Friday, where normally I'd be at home all the way and recording during the week. Now I'm working Monday through Friday, and I have to record on the weekends. And if I had a show, then I had to do a show and not record. You know what I'm saying? So it 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 um it complicated things. Yeah. But again, it was a choice that I had to make. I think everything in your life comes with a choice, and there's also a cause and effect for every choice made. Yeah. Looking in oh, hindsight, okay. looking in hindsight, I think I made the right choice. Some people may not agree with that. Some people may not understand the choice that I made, but it was my life, and I had to do what I had to do that was best for myself and my family, and I did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, look at you now. You're good. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Fuck, bro. So you're like, you had to choose, huh? Studio time to. or fucking go to work. Yep. Oh. It was a Sunday, I remember. <laughs> it was a set. It was a Thursday afternoon on an autumn on an autumn evening. <laughs> nah. But, but now, yeah, no man. But now, but now you showed up to your job interview with your headphones on and your pullover hoodie jacket. Oh, don't don't get it twisted, bro. I, I, I had I was. Probably size forty four Levi's or Dickies with a double X shirt, <laughs> fucking shaved bald head with lokes on my head, and I was probably like one hundred forty pounds. Dog. Is that? Are you fucking shitting? That's how you showed up? Yeah. Because it wasn't a production. It was. It wasn't like an office job. We were working in the factory, so it was like, you know, what I'm saying everybody was casual. It wasn't like I was working in an office or anything like that. <laughs> like fucking, what's his name? Uh, don't be a menace when he showed up right. to the job interview. Right. Uh, what do you say? Uh, how much? Outwardly, yeah. one million dollars. <laughs> he was um, like, but sex? you know, I mean, at, at the Hell end of the yeah. day, too, dog. Like, I would, I would, uh, I would get every opportunity possible, and, and I'd be writing at work. Yeah. Like I'd have my my CD Walkman and headphones in, and with my notepad. Oh shit. Hey Eminem, you weren't the first one doing that shit, dog. Yeah, Remember, eight mile. I didn't, yes. I didn't even have a. I didn't even have a car, dude. So I couldn't even. So have you a car were in the bus. Down. I was so on the trolley. The, so you were on the trolley. Yeah. And then you're riding the. I, I'm. I'm gonna put this out so people can visualize it. I'm riding hard so you, times, dude. 
so you're sitting in the trolley. You get in the trolley, you sit down. Then all of a sudden you pull out with your with your uh, right hand, you pull out a piece of paper. And then you pull out a piece of paper. There we go, like you're doing right now. You pull out and then you put your headphones on. There you go. And then you stare out to the fucking, you just look at the trolley just go by. And then you just start writing. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. Fucking hit right there. And then you write like just words everywhere, like little words everywhere. Like, you know, fart here, like fart there, growl, like, <laughs> moan, moan, hamburger, help, hamburger helper. Ooh, that <laughs> lip saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> hamburger triple helper. my triple my voice here as I say diarrhea. Ooh, diarrhea, diarrhea, diarrhea. Oh no, you want it in Spanish? Okay, we'll call it chorro. chorro, chorro, chorro. See, so that's how see that's how it went down, Doug. It's fucking my fuckers out there are gonna visualize it now. Yeah, just close your eyes, hold your breath, picture, picture me rolling. <laughs> don't blame me if you pass out. <laughs> Hey man, I just watched. You can, you can, you can not hold your breath anymore. You know, take a breath now. Yeah, laugh. I, I was just, I just finished watching uh, All Eyes on Me. Oh God. Yeah. What on Lifetime? Uh, no fool. I own the movie, dang. Oh. Bro, that's one of the worst movies ever, dog. It's like it should have been on, on Lifetime. Yeah, that fool looks like just <laughs> like Pac, though, dog. Mm, yeah, I guess. He didn't act like him though. Uh yeah. I mean, his movements weren't. Oh, Pac, you know what I'm saying? Well, there you go, dude. There's a part that I think that was tacky in that movie. I'm going to tell you what part I thought it was tacky. Okay. The one where they're, they're doing the Death Row East, which is the personification of what we did on the west side. We're going to do it on the east side. That was the, that part was... He didn't fucking... He didn't... Even, he, he didn't even word it right. Um, I thought that movie was horrible. I thought it was, I thought it was a waste of time. I like Straight Outta Compton. It wasn't all super accurate, but I like Straight Outta Compton. Um, but I think they need to make a biopic about Easy Motherfucking E. Hey, because that's a story easy, unto itself. Easy E, bro. <laughs> what did you think about that Easy E picture I sent you, bro? Oh, that was dope, dude. That's a dope ass fucking picture, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I like even to get that tatted on me, homie. Yeah, that would be dope. Um. I was fucking around. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to fucking edit this picture. I'm going to fucking fix it up, see how it would look. Because if you look, mm-hmm. that picture doesn't have any other writing on it, bro. Not now. Yeah, and uh, the, I have some... The, have you, the, the re-rendered drawing of that one is pretty sick, too, though. Have you seen that one where they put Ruthless behind him? I think I have. It's a drawing, It's the same right? picture. It's kind, of, it's kind of... It's drawn out, though. And then on the wall, in red spray paint, it says Ruthless. That shit's hard. Oh, shit. Hard oh, as fuck. Shit. Damn, dude. Um... People still go to that house, bro, where he took that picture, and they just stand outside the fucking house. Like, hey, we're outside the house. It's a, it's a Norwalk. That was one of his houses in Norwalk. Yeah, that's where he lived. Yeah, where he took the pictures next to the freeway with that, where he was sitting on that Impala. Mm-hmm. That, was it a, what, 63 or 64 or some shit like that? 63. Yeah. And, um, Six track. Yeah, that shit was dope, bro. Like, people still go there and be like, this was fucking Easy's house. This is where he took that picture in his backyard. 
But that picture is like that picture is like it, and you saw me post it, post it on the page, but look at how many hits it got and shit. Shit's dope, dude. That's a fucking dope ass. It's raw. You don't see that shit no more, bro. It's raw and uncut. Raw and uncut. Hey, um, what did you think about that fucking versus, bro? <laughs> With the locks? Yes. Jada killed it. Did, I, did so he? Here, here, the, the chemistry from the locks? Yeah. Was on point. It almost looks like they practiced leading up to that. Or they just have that chemistry no matter what and they always they always mixed, right? Dipset, dude, like they look like they hadn't performed in years together. And they look like somebody that was probably good at one point, but they were out of shape and couldn't handle it anymore, dog. And then Jada was wrong, bro. He was wrong for calling him out for like lip syncing, dude. He's like, man, if you guys were going to just put on record with your vocals on it, y'all could have stood home for this. <laughs> y'all could have stood at home. Oh, yeah, dude. It was and then his freestyle, you know, his little freestyle or whatever, dude, that shit embodied him, bro. Didn't he? Wasn't that to who shot you? Yep. If you think about it, bro, these guys, the locks, bro, they were there with Biggie and all, bro. Like, that's just crazy if you think about it. I always still see them separate because they were managed by Rough Riders, though. Yeah. Well, no, but they were, you know, they were bad boys. They were bad boy, but I still see them more as Rough Riders because that's part of that. Yeah. And that's who they were repping. Depple had like a DMX, mm-hmm. DMX, uh, uh, DMX jacket. But, bro, even uh, I, I, I didn't see it coming because I talked to you about it. I'm like, who do you see winning? I told you, I see the locks not having as many mainstream hits as Dipset, but they got more street shit. I said, I said the locks had more hits as a group, and Dipset had more hits probably as solo artists. That's, I, I, you know what? I'm not even gonna lie to you. I can't name. I think three of them. I think, well, two of the two of them had number one bar hits. Cameron, Ooh. oh boy, Cameron, boy, oh boy. Remember that song? Oh yeah, okay. And, yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah. And, and then Jim Jones had "Ballin', We Fly So High," and you know it. Am I but tripping? But other than that, I can't think of something else, dude. I can't think Am of the I other tripping? guy. Or in Jim Jones, that song <laughs> "Ballin." Am I tripping or can I not hear his fucking vocals on that song? <laughs> it's doubled. Or it sounds, it just doesn't sound right. I think it, it just, it just, I think the mix on it sucked. Yeah, that, I was like, I've always thought this for the longest time. I'm like, that song I can never distinguish. What's he fucking saying? Like, about balling, bro. But I just, you know who killed him on that remix? So Jay Z though. Yeah, I mean Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm a I'm a biter, not a writer. Oh, you still remember that, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Crazy. a biter. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a writer. I'm a biter. Um, so here's the other thing, like that not that new new. new no, let's try this again. That new Nas record, I think it's slapping, bro. Yes, front to from back. What I heard, from what I've heard so far, dude, it slaps. Um, One of my boys, the whole Con- the whole Kanye thing, that Kanye West album, bro. They, oh. they, everybody would be lucky if he even puts an album out, dog. <laughs> I brought that up to you. 
ladies and gentlemen. This is Dude, did you see piece. the video of him? Did you see the video of him with fucking a bulletproof vest on, a media over his face, and he was lifting weights? Yeah, yeah. And he's living in the stadium right now. No, he's moving the state. He's moving from that stadium now because he needs to get to a place, another stadium that's more creative. Hey, bro. It creative, bro. Like. <laughs> that motherfucker made hits, dog. Kanye got hits, bro. So either two things are happening: either Kanye is legitimately crazy, yeah, or he's smart of a guy that understands controversy and how people buy into it. Uh, both. He hasn't been right since his mom passed away. Okay, but take away. Kanye West, right? Take away. I don't, I don't even, dude. Honestly, I don't even think he was right. He was right before his mom passed away. I think his mom helped him stay in line. But Kanye West, right? Take away all that crazy shit. Him going all that crazy, bogus shit, right? And just leave Kanye West as a musician. Fucking, he's. I think he's great. I think his time's passed. I don't think. I don't think. I think that Kanye of. Greatness is past him. Yeah, yeah. I don't think this next album musically is going to be good. I honestly don't think so. No, nope. he got Dre on that motherfucker though. Though, do you I mean, think that? Do you think that about Dre? That what? That his time has passed too. I think Dre's a little different because Dre lives music. I think the Dre that we expect to hear, I think that time has passed. I think he's on some other whole other, other level shit. I think if Dre put out an album of songs that he liked right now, that the album would probably flop because people wouldn't understand it or feel it. Fuck, you, yeah, that's a good, that's a big statement, bro. Like, honestly, uh, like, you know. Um, so you. Are you t- are, so by you saying that? Do you feel are you? I'm not saying that old timers, old people, whatever producers that follow producers from that era, if they dropped an album now, they wouldn't have much success. For yeah, instance, the, time, the, the, the times have changed, bro. Like, look Timbaland. at the gen- look at look at the music the generation right now is listening to. Yeah, Timbaland doesn't fit in that. Daz doesn't fit in that. And Banks doesn't fit in that. Dre doesn't fit it. Dude, Little John doesn't even fit in that anymore. Yeah. Right? Cash Money don't fit in that. Manny Fresh doesn't fit in that anymore. You know what I'm saying? So what makes you think Kanye West is so in tune with the street that he knows what's in anymore? I don't think he does. Do you think he has hitters on his, like, that he could put out that would fucking keep up with that time? I think, no, I think what he, I think what he's doing, I think he's getting features to try to bring in those listeners to be able to listen to stuff, but I'm not sure it's going to, I, you know, I might be wrong. He may just fucking come out with a smash ass record and be the biggest record of all time. But if I know music, like I know music, it's not going to hold that crowd or captivate the crowd for that long. Yeah. No, you're, no, you're totally right, bro. You are a hundred percent right. For instance, I was talking. We were talking about the, about that instrumental that you fuck with, that you like yeah. a lot. Um, you can say it on it there. Uh, fuck. Uh, it's on the, the one today. 
Yeah, you, uh, bad boy for life. Bad boy for life. So done, I, done, I'm gonna, done, I'm, I'll go on, I'll go on air and I'll say this. I, I, I hit up, I hit up ALR today, and yeah. I was like, hey, I gotta admit, I gotta tell you something, but don't, don't think of me any differently. And I said to like, that emoji, he was like, what, face. what? And I was like, bro, but like the last week, I've been fucking with that bad boy for life beat, bro. And I even told my wife the other day, I was like, hey. This beat slaps. I, I bet you I could fuck with it still. <laughs> yeah. Ever since beat. I heard that, ever since I heard that song for the first time, I was like, hell yeah, because that's the kind of shit that I like to do. You know what I'm saying? Like something that just doesn't make sense, but it's fat. It slaps. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, like I like I told you today, like, do you, do you think you could have done something? I'm like, I think I could fucking still do something with it right now, dog. But really? again, will it? appeal to people probably not but i'm just gonna do it because i want to fucking do it you know what i mean yeah that's so. dope though bro that beat fucking that song slaps we ain't going no way bro yeah like i was talking i was talking to you about uh when you said that i'm like dude they got some fucking i sent you this all about the benjamin's beat mm-hmm. that shit was hard bro that beat that album was good yeah uh what's it called no way out yeah, that no way out. That was a great. I, I, album. I, like I told you, I like that Jackson Five uh, sample from <laughs> All About the Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I watched the guy who made the beats, All About the Benjamins, and uh, he was just an uh, upcoming producer. Da da da. That song is reversed. That sample is reversed. Yeah, I think I yeah. seen that video on YouTube. Dude, that shit, that beat. Hey, there you go. Speaking of the locks, they were on that fucking album and they killed it. Yep. They brought out their five hundred dollar Ryan book. So. Yeah. Hey. So if you fuck it, nah, more fool. Biggie's verse. Uh, you know what? What Biggie verse I thought was dope. Even even little Ki- even little Kim got off on that song, dog. They like all the birds of the bee. <laughs> yeah. Diddy. You know, did even though he didn't write it, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That shit was, yeah. Um, still death row on mine. Though. Don't get your shit twisted out there, man. Oh, my get your shit twisted out. Make sure there. all y'all, record all y'all kids don't, bro. All, all y'all, y'all record catalogs. All y'all catalogs don't, bro. Oh shit, you took it to the clean version, though. I went straight into it. Yeah, no, I, I didn't want to do all that. You know what I'm saying? Just quoting the song. I ain't trying to start up the beef again and shit. Yeah, yeah come after you, bro, and I, I'm just gonna outrun you. You ain't gonna. <laughs> hey, they're my home. Hey, I don't need a hey, bro. I don't need a, I don't need to dodge the bullet. I just need to be able to run faster than you. Hey, them them is my homeboys. <laughs> that's that's my that's my that's my crime partner. That's 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 my dark side. That's just peppermint patty. <laughs> like that movie with Dr. Dre and uh, <laughs> when Dr. Dre got off the car and uh, Snoop Dogg was waiting. Remember, on the wash. Oh, okay. He's like, get off and go get the hose, man. He's like, you see all the, fo-? you know, fools don't like it. They see fools, two fools walking up. He's like, make sure you watch my back. <laughs> and when corrupt fucking pulled the gun on it, you see that fool turn on the car. <laughs> yeah, cold blooded dude. <laughs> and then Doctor Dre was like, I want no problem. <laughs> yeah. And then when he got in the car, bro, he's like. I heard you starting the motherfucking car. <laughs> yeah, but that that uh, that song does slap, bro. That album slaps. Which one? 
So I gotta say the it watch? again, dude. The no, watch? bad boy. Oh yeah, even uh, press play. Mm -hmm. that press play? No. I mean, that was that, was that came out after Biggie passed away, right? Yeah. No, the saga continues. Take this money. Make this money. Was it that one? Yeah, they had the locks and it had all the uh, it had all those fools. Hey, that Black Rob album. Did you ever listen to that one? Mm -mm. But that was around dude, the time. That's around the time. That's around the time I shut down. Oh, okay. But like the early two thousands and all that shit. That's when I kind of when I shut really down. Did you shut down? Did you shut down completely? Like no music whatsoever? I didn't have a radio in my house for four years. So you listen to music at all? Nope. I Let's just watch movies. Straight. Let's get this straight. You want me to tell the story? Yeah, you shut down. Let me close my eyes. Back to picture you. Go. I want to hear it. I'm, I'm, I'm closing my eyes. I'm visioning you right now. Close your eyes, vision. Close your eyes, vision. Vision closed. Close and vision. Fully closed, though. I'm fully closed. Yes. 80 pounds lighter. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Easy now. So I, I was at a point not. I was at a point in my life, dude, where... Um, I was overwhelmed and stressed the fuck out. I was trying to record an album. I was trying to promote it, another album. I was trying to do shows. I was trying to be out in the streets still. And I was trying to feed my drug addiction every day. And then on the other side of my life, I was trying to be a father to two kids I was trying to be a husband I was trying to be a responsible provider for my family I was trying to maintain a household and I was trying to get clean and I was trying to stay away from my friends that I that I would get into get into trouble with and it all come came crashing down one day I Called, uh, I finished recording the song. I called my homie. And I said, I quit. And he's like, what? I said, I'm done. I finished the two songs that I needed to do. You can do whatever you want with the record, dude. I'm done. And literally, bro, it was click. And I didn't see him, you know, for almost a year, bro. And... At that point, I was like, fuck music. Fuck all this shit. I'm done. I need to get clean. And I need to focus on my family. And work. And essentially, that's what I did. So, knowing who came out with the new tape. Or knowing who came out with the new song. Or sitting here trying to follow these artists on BET or whatever. Or Rap City, bro. I couldn't even afford... I, I couldn't even afford cable. Like, I was in... We were struggling financially at that time. No residuals from music that I had released or anything like that were coming in. So everything that I made working, that's what we had. There was times where we ate potatoes for dinner, dog. One story I have, and um, I'm going to shout out my buddy, my homie Bob Montano. Um, good friend of mine. Came from a different walk of life, but has been solid in my life for the last 23 years, right? I didn't have any food in my house, bro. I had I had um, baby food for the babies, but I personally didn't have food in my house. 
and somehow he found out about it. And so one day I'm at the house and I hear a knock on the door and it's him and his wife, Marie, there were groceries for us. And you talk about a, a big fat case of humble pie. And it was dope too, bro, because they bought us like straight up a full week's worth of groceries. And he made sure he took care of me, bro. He, he brought me two steel reserve, 22 ounces. Right. Damn. But that's the that's the low that I got to after music, dog. Like when 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 we talk and I tell you like I really don't care, it's because I genuinely don't care. Why? Because music didn't take care of me at my lowest point. It used me. It tried to kill me, and it left me to die. Essentially, that's how I've seen it for that for that period of time, right? So I didn't really start listening to music again until I found out about YouTube. Someone said, hey, have you got on that thing YouTube yet? And this is like 2005, 2006-ish. The only one that I could say that came to see me and visit me, there was two of them. That was Brown and Shadow. Shadow came by and was like, oh, look at this new tape that I, you know, this tape I'm bringing, I'm putting out, which is the... uh, it was the streets calling, right? Streets calling, the one with from Focus Pedal Locos with Who Wanna Bounce, Rock, Skate, Bro, right? Yeah, yeah. No, that was a uh, name you can't touch. Name you can't touch. Hey, check yeah. this out, right? He come and actually see. He came to my house and, and was like, "What's up, dude?" And even then, I was I was struggling financially to to make ends meet. I had a roof over my head. I had food on the table. That's all I had, dude. If my car broke down, I was fucked. I borrowed money from people. And this is, and, and, and again, this is the, this is GPA that you're hearing about. And so a lot of people don't know those, don't know, don't know that part of it. Right. And so it, 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 it came at a price and I chose not to do that shit anymore. And for the longest time, bro, I had inner battles with myself that I made the wrong, the wrong choice that I, I should have, I should have. I should have stood with it because I could sp- I could be up there right now spitting with these dudes. I could spit with the best of them, but I chose to walk away. And at a certain point, I also gave myself a deadline. If I wasn't at a certain level or receiving money to be able to live off by the time I'm 25 and 26, I'm quitting. I'm done. It's 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 that I'm too old at that point. 26 came and I was out the game, bro. So. Again, you know that that's just kind of like the, the part of me, bro, that, that people don't understand and don't know about. And music to me, dude, it, it it's it's a love hate relationship. There's days where it loves me, and there's days where it torments me, and, and I hate it. Right? Imagine, imagine, hey, imagine, imagine how I felt when I first saw somebody put a a Brandon GPA song on YouTube, and I don't even have the tape, and I see all these comments of people saying how great it is. Right, and I ain't got no money, and I ain't got no money for lunch tomorrow. So damn fool, like damn fool, like you just opened up a fucking floodgate of just memories and shit and flashbacks. Like mm-hmm. you said, like you said, this was like when every like what early two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand one to about two thousand five. Yeah, two thousand one, bro. You know, two thousand one, I was fuck January second, bro. I became a dad. You know what I mean? I was young. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, I was scared. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, I was broke. I was fucking mm-hmm. broke. I remember one time, uh, fuck, my son was like a year and a half, bro, and um, it got to the point to where I would ask for help from my mom and my sister and her family. It got to that point to where I didn't want to ask anymore. My son was sick. Like, he had a cold, and I had no money to buy medicine. Shit, bro, I remember I was working at a grocery store, and I remember I actually fucking stole the medicine, the, the cough medicine, to, uh, for my son, you know what I'm saying? And it was just shit like that, bro. Like, there's times I didn't have money for diapers. Mm-hmm. And it was at the point to where either eat lunch or have, you know, stuff to for your baby. And shit, bro, like, it's fucking some bad memories, bro. Like, I, yeah, bro, like, sometimes I just so broke. All we ate was beans, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, even as a kid, you've you've been brought back memories to me as a kid, bro. I used to look forward, I used to look forward to school lunches because that's the only good thing I was able to eat. Mm. Like fuck, like life's a bitch, dog. You know what I'm saying? So life is beautiful, reality is a bitch, dog. Yeah, life is beautiful, reality is a bitch. But with you with you saying that stuff, like fuck, just brought back a whole bunch of memories. Oh, yeah. for instance, bro. For instance, bro. Uh, my homie, I'm not going to say his name, but remember the story I told you? With his pops? Mm. When he when he heard your story about how it went down, like, he's like, wow, dude, hey. He yep. came back. He's like, dude, props to him for fucking putting his foot down. And it made you who you are now. Uh-huh. And he said that when that happened to him, bro, he felt at his lowest in his life, bro. Mm-hmm. He felt he was at his lowest and he felt no way out. But I guess it made him how he is today. But the only yeah. thing that he the only thing that he regrets from time to time is that he never got to make up with his yeah. dad. And his dad was reaching out to him to reach out. You know, you're older yeah. now. And he was like, fuck you. Like and he yeah. passed away and they never squashed it, bro. So he says, like, dude, I get, he said, like, I give GTA the credit, like, fucking props for that because I went through the same shit. Like, when he was telling the story, mm-hmm. I went through that. What he was feeling, yeah. I was feeling. And yeah. it, it, he said it, fuck, it, it still haunts him a little bit, but then he's like, eh, fuck it, I can't change the past. Yeah, you, all gotta, I know, you gotta keep it pushing. All I know is I'm not gonna feel like that with my kids. Yeah. So like, what I just what I what I just shared right now though, Doug, I think that might put in perspective to why I act the way I do when people blow up that GPA name. Yeah, and you know what? Now that you told me that, like I I I, it, I, I totally see where you're coming from, bro. I, I see it. It's like with Ruben's album, it brings back nothing but bad memories to me. Mm-hmm. So like with you with the name GPA, like with not the name, <laughs> but like your music just uh it, 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 there's good and bad times too right hard times are actually hard times doc like I, I struggled that's why the street poetry album was so different than hard times bro that it you can hear my struggle you can hear my pain you can hear my worries you can hear my fear of leaving my family and not being able to provide for them you know what i'm saying and so when i hear once people try to tell me that I should get back into it, when people tell me that I should 
you know, do another album. And when people should tell me that I have too much talent and I waste it, all that shit comes back to my head. And guess what? I don't miss a fucking thing, dog. I don't blame me. I'll, I'll, I'll fuck around and do a song here and there. Even like what I told you, and I'll share this on the podcast. Even after doing the Rhodium Radio thing, I had to take a break off social media. I don't know if people noticed that I didn't answer them right away, but the hype is cool for a minute. You know, it's a little confidence booster, but then it can consume you and give, put you in a falsehood that there's hope that you'll be something out of this now. And that's not necessarily true, dog. You know what I'm saying? It may, it may or may not, but guess what? I'm not really willing to pay that price to find out. I'm, I'm not. And, and, I, and again, when, when, if I do something that jeopardizes me having my musical career for the rest of my life, I'm fine with that. Because that's not what defines me. That's a part of my history and a part of my story that defines who I am as a man, but it doesn't define me as a complete man because there's other, there's other things about me people don't know, Doug, honestly. Yeah. And and you know, when people boast, you know, boost about you like your name, who you are, what you've done in the music industry, I'm saying like 95, 95, 96 percent of those people, dog, they really don't know in depth what you just share with me right now. They're just coming to you as a fan. Mm-hmm. And, okay. I'm not, and I'm not and I'm not getting negating their appreciation of the lyrical skills, the lyrical content that I put out. That's not what I'm saying. It's I appreciate that. But if you're waiting for the next GPA album and the project and me to go on tour and do shows, that's not going to happen. As hey, much to uh, many times I've been offered, I say yes, but that knot in my stomach comes back and like, are you really willing to really willing to, to, to go through with this? Because something's going to have to get put to the side. Yeah. Um, I'm guilty of it. Uh, the first time I... Uh, had a conversation with you. The first thing I told you was like, "Hey, dude. <laughs> hey, dude. I've been a, I've been a fan. I've been a fan for the longest time, bro. Yeah, and that's cool. I, I like that. I like to hear the stories about it because I never get to hear shit like that. Yeah, even <laughs> that first day I said, "Hey, dude. Be your biggest fan, dog. I got your poster on my um over my bed. Uh, dude. You got my sweatshirt. You got my lunch pail with my thermos, my customized GPA thermos." Yes. Hey, fool. So you just fucked up everybody's imagination right now. No tour. No mosh pit. Mm-mm. No fucking. Well, there, there's, there could be with a hologram, dude. No shirtless. Hey, it could, <laughs> could be with a hologram, dude. Hey, and uh, oh, like, what and up, Elena. Coachella? Oh, hey, Elena's still gonna make you that shirt with little, with the little the mesh. The mesh. Southeast, Southeast San Diego letters in the back fucking your nipples gonna go through it oh <laughs> uh, dude yeah <laughs> yeah so now that's 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 the story that's gross dude that's the story that's that's what that's what actually happened bro yeah when i literally I mean, say dude i didn't listen to music i did it then i had like and again there was cds here and there and a lot of my like instrumentals i think i still may have from that time mm-hmm. but not much you know, and then you know the forums start coming out, like 2005, 2006. The forums come out. You got YouTube, you got freaking MySpace, and I'm like, well, 
let me put a MySpace up and let me see who 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 likes that music. And let dude, it was you ridiculous. Let me find out you put the back screen this with little shiny glimmy things and shit. Mm-hmm. No, dude, I had the one that had a um, it had stars, it looked like a constellation, dude. That's what I was just gonna say. You know, how was your profile picture? Was like, nah, bro, I didn't have a picture on there. I had the Joker on there. Did you? The the Heath Ledger Joker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't even think anybody. And I didn't like. I had a the GPA page, which is by was up by itself, where I would just load up music. I had a personal page, and I didn't even have my real name on there. I don't remember what my name was, but it was something stupid, like Gustavo or something like that. Nah, I think it was like Boss Gags, Boss <laughs> or Boss <laughs> Gags, Boss Gags. Boss? The fuck? Yeah. Did you have your top eight? Don't lie to me. Of course I did. Of course I did. Damn. Hey man, that shit to me like. Me, that shit gets you caught up. <clears throat> Top yep, eight. sure can. Sure can. Like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? You got your who, who, who's that number one who, right there? Who this is? Who this is? Yeah, I, is? you know. But again, that that started to consume me a little bit too because it was like, oh shit, people still like me. Hey, GPA is motherfucking back, and yeah. uh, that didn't happen. It didn't happen, bro. Like if I was like if I was like a bachelor fool. I was like a bachelor I would use you be like hey I know GPA oh you know GPA no. yeah nobody nobody knows me like that bro you're yeah, better off sure. using Shad- you're better off using Shadow's name they're like who fucking Shadow what's my grade point average <laughs> hey that's my kids uh, my kids uh, school that's what they that's, that's the name of they abbreviate as GPA so I get emails from them I'm like what the fuck is you emailing me and how do you get this email address Damn! Why does he sound so educated in the in the school bulletin from the desk of? Oh, wait a minute, this is man. <laughs> damn, bro! So you did damn no music, no easy email. Mm-mm. Uh, on the radio. Mm-mm. Hey, um, and I, I, I well, yeah, I would say ninety nine percent no music because there was times where I'd be in somebody's car, and music would be on. But it wasn't like, oh, let me would play just, it. What song? Who is this? Hey, would you just fucking put your fingers in your ears? Nah, earmuffs, earmuffs. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, it nah. wasn't like it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that. But I. Uh, <laughs> how about when you were driving? Close your eyes. Picture you're driving. No music. Hey, were you those on the phone? Because you could drive and be on the cell phone at that time. Were you one of those guys that had their seat reclined all the way? Yeah, because you know you want to be hard, homie. Even though I'm like four foot two, I couldn't see shit. I'm not four foot two, but you know me. Hey, hey, fucking rolling back and shit on the cell phone. Yeah, one <laughs> eight. Hey, what up? Your voice, hey, man. What's up? Hey, let me get back to you when I get back to you. On the love of money. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, you reached my voicemail. Hey, probably because I can't get to the phone or I don't want to talk to you. Hey, you know what it is. I ain't here right now. Just give me a, leave a message and I'll get back to you when I feel like it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it'd be like, play ya, play ya. I have some stupid ones, dude. Or you would have the song first and then 
Hey, what up? I would do both. Yeah, what I would up, write it dude? down. I would write it down. Make sure I had enough time to say it all before the next part comes in that I want them to hear. <laughs> do 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 do. Hey, what's up? I ain't, you know what I'm saying. I ain't here right now. Even name in the message, and then it'd be like, "So he's walking down the street, and I had to stop." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, remember that intro on the Chronic 2001? Uh, it's her mama that making her uh, with what's his name? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. My homie had that whole intro on his voice. <laughs> voice it's her mama. <laughs> Do you even ever ever leave voicemails now? No. Well, I, I do. I have to on uh, certain things for work. Um, yeah. But personal life? No. Uh, I send you a text. <laughs> My voice. Like, like, hey, call me when you get. Hey, call me when you get a chance. <laughs> <laughs> My voicemails like full fucking voicemails. I'm fucking. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes when. I- when I called you and you don't answer, I'd be wanting like a voice step. Hello? Hello? What's crazy though, dude, with the iPhones now, dog, I don't even need to listen to the voice because it transcribes it for me. Yeah, but now if you talk with the slang homes, what I lay homes, it'll be a rolly liaise. It'll be like, hello, you reach. Hello? And spider. You read hey. it. You read you, uh, Hey, Jonda, it says beachy spider. And it's going to say, hello. <laughs> This is Pinchy Spiders. <laughs> no, I used to have a voicemail where I'd be like, hello? Hey, what's, what's up? up? No, no, no. Hello? What's up? And people would start talking. Leave your name after. <laughs> what up, man? It's cold, dude. Fucked up. <laughs> dude, so many times, like, fuck you, dog. Like, dude. <laughs> uh, we're going to need to fucking drop a, like, a, there's a link where people could call in, bro, and leave us messages and we can play them on the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, it's going to remind me of that Easy E song, Radio, dog. Hey, this is Nasty Nass from Seattle. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, old boy? Which hey, one's man, the one they Hey, my name is Stan. I play guitar on this record. I want to know when I get paid, mother. Click. Ooh, you got gangs. You know he never got paid? Who did? Stan the guitar man. He never got paid for all that work he did in NWA. They really so jacked him. True. Yep. Damn. He was a guitar player on on Gangsta Gangsta. <laughs> Playing the weak in the knees guitar part. Yeah. That yeah. was a real guitar. That wasn't a sample. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude. That's fucking crazy. I didn't know that, dog. Stan the guitar man. He's got oh, a. Man. He's on a couple podcast interviews. Fuck, I have to check him out, dog. Mm-hmm. So fucking um, this oh, music industry is a bitch, dog. Yeah, it's a, it's the devil. I told you it's the devil. Goddamn. So, are you, when are you inter- willing to sell your soul to be famous? So when uh, Interscope comes and tries to find us, Interscope, not Interscope, Interscope. Uh, dude, Interscope? Sounds like, a, sounds like a colonoscopy, bud. Or, or toothless. You know, toothless. Entra, Entrascope. <laughs> it's a toothless. toothless. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody coming for those records, dude. No. So No, 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 no. When they come for the podcast, like, hey, we want to 
You guys are it. You guys are the main stain. Hey, we'll no get a cease. Hey, we'll get cease of the six letter before anything else, bro. Yeah. Hey, if you fuck us hey. over, hey. 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 you show up to the meeting. You show up to the meeting. Hold on, let me take my guns out real quick. Like this, huh? <laughs> Ugh, why are you fucking with the flavor saver, dog? Uh, uh. Pochino, dude. <laughs> oh man, that shit, the flavor savers. That's nasty. Shout out to the G Funk hey. junkies. Oh, dude, shout out to the G Funk junkies, man. We going oh. we, we, we going I do want to talk about something. Uh-oh. Uh. Save the date, August 14th, which is this coming Saturday. Hopefully, nobody's going to hear it. Actually, no, August 21st, my bad. The following Saturday is Balagas Scholarship of Vinyl Fund at the shop in Barrio Logan. Um, check the details on the Balagas Instagram page or the... Uh, we chose Instagram page, um, and this is to help raise money for students for his scholarship program. So if you want to donate, hit up the Balagas um, scholarship Instagram page, and he'll get with you. We're pro- uh, we chose posted that we're sponsored because of the donation that we're giving. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, go ahead. we'll talk no, about that after. So um, no, I'm gonna say so, something though. I'm gonna say something. So we. Uh, so we, you know, I want to I wanna put that out there and get people to go out there and support the event. Uh, they're doing a lot of good things down there, and it's doing a lot of good things for kids that aren't at the top tier, and not necessarily at the bottom tier, but the, the kids that get forgotten, and he wants to establish something for, he has established something to give them a chance to, to be successful adults in, with secondary kids, education. Kids that are smarter than me and you. Yeah, that. What are we gonna say? Two plus two plus two, five. Five. Twenty-two, baby. Twenty-two. First of oh. all, I wanna say fuck you, anchor. I'm waiting for my motherfucking money. It says I got the email that it was cashed out and I have yet to fucking receive anything. I've reached out to their email. I reached out to fucking uh via email, via Twitter, and I have yet to hear anything from them. So fuck you. And yeah. fuck your platform. And if you want to drop this show, fuck you anyways. I got Spotify. I got Apple. I got Amazon Music. I got iHeartRadio. I got Google Podcasts. I got motherfuckers a lot. But I am say, fuck you. Get my money, man. Because that money we're going to use to donate. Regardless, that, regardless, Dollar Gas is getting what, what we're donating to him. Yep. But yep. fuck Anchor. Yeah, but fuck Anchor, dude. Like, really? Like, you... I haven't got shit. I, I've been looking at my bank. Nothing. So it's like, what the fuck, dude? Did they send me a check or what the fuck? Like, doesn't fucking make sense. So they're going to cancel us. So if you guys don't get a new episode of, <laughs> they're gonna cancel of us. those Chunkies, um, you know why? Because Albert just Outward. went all fucking Tupac on them. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, fuck around. Make sure my, I'm going to make sure my full full. Make sure all your podcast documents don't grow. Ooh, but how do you how they do you don't make want your podcast followers go? They don't want to see us. They don't want to be us or see us. Oh, we motherfucking we motherfucking Spotify Whoa. writers. We motherfucking Whoa. Spotify writers. 
Whoa. Spotify XL. Spotify XL. And I hope the owner of Anchor... I hope the owner of Anchor gets a fucking ingrown toenail that hurts like a motherfucker. Owner of Anchor. Owner of Anchor. Whoever it is, but Anchor people, really, thank you very much for the support that you've given us. And if you guys could find out the solution, please email me directly oh my at my email. Thank so you very is much. That, is that what you're going to use officially after you I went really, on that rant? You're going to edit out that rant, it. right? No, fuck no. I'm going to keep it in there, but I'm just trying to be... I, I talked to myself right now. I said, self... Be nice. Yeah. So yeah. Anchor, take care of us, please. No take saying? care of you. Exactly. Fucking. Well, you know what? Mil- dude? Here, here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say something, Doc. I'm gonna throw this out there. You might not like it. You're gonna say, gonna say Anchor something. is my homeboy, son. That's what you're gonna say. Anchor no. is my homeboy. What I'm gonna say is though, even though they stop payment for their promotion, I'm, I'm kind of happy because it doesn't sound like you eat roll tacos at the beginning of every show. Well, that's it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking start a new here. Post. I'm going to here to use the anchor out. Let me explain. It's everything you need in a podcast. Even guacamole on your road tacos. Hey. But yeah, bro, it's some bullshit, man. Like, I've been waiting. I've been checking the mail. Oh, I never check the mail. You're like a little yeah, kid so- waiting, for, waiting for the check. I'm like a little kid waiting for the report card trying to rip it up. Like, I'm just sitting. Hey, shout out my to my car um, and Hey, shout what? out to original Chicano uh rap channel. And then SD rap history. Shout out to those uh profiles. Um I you know we've chopped it up with them. I think it's yep. more than one person running each page, but hey, regardless how many people are running it, hey, we want to say thank you. You guys are fucking amazing. You guys are dropping some good shit. They dropped a, a picture of a cassette of Night Owl's album. Did you did you see that one? Dude, that was crazy. That's some classic stuff right there. Dude, that's some classic stuff. Yeah. I don't know what... Props to them, bro. They really dropping fucking um, classic, unique stuff that you don't see out there. So shout out to both of those great... Uh, shout out, I was going to say radio stations. Shout out to both of those profiles on Instagram. Um, I tagged them today, so yep. go give them a follow, man. Go check out their check out what they drop. It's fucking pretty knowledgeable shit, bro. And the G Funk uh, Junkies, the G Funk Junkies, everybody that likes our posts and the laughs and um, but yeah, those Dalegas, two cats right there. The Dalegas Confidentials. Shit, shout you know out to uh, I'm dropping shout outs all over the place right now. Dropping bombs out, like Hiroshima. Shout out to uh. Shout out to my accountant. I'm just kidding. Shout out to my lawyer. Shout out to my, my lawyer, Sal. Sal. Shout out, Sal Goodman. Hey, shout I out to okay. shout out to my uh, my manager, personal and business. I don't have one. I'm just fucking with. Hey, Sal Goodman. I hope he recovers, bro. He collapsed. Yeah, dude, bro. We were just talking about that, and then the next day, dude, he collapsed on set. Heart attack. Was it a heart attack? Yeah, it was a small heart attack. Oh, fuck. Get well soon, Bob Odenberg. Yeah. Odenkirk. 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 Yeah. Hey. Medicare, dude. It's all that fucking money that he ended up having. I think he kept all that money, though. Probably. Yeah, he kept Probably all that money. Shout out to all the motherfuckers out there that support our show, man. All the motherfuckers, homie. All the motherfuckers. All the motherfuckers. No. They, they, they my motherfuckers. They all motherfuckers. All set. 
Okay, I want to shout out all seven of you dedicated listeners. Seven now. We have seven. Yeah, what did it say in G-Unit? It's like, hey, anybody could be G-Unit. So anybody could be chunky. If you're chunky yes. and you're funky, yeah. you're, 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 you're chunky. You're part of the clique. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Wait. That stands for wait. Wait. Yeah, wait. Dun, dun, dun. That stands for, for catwalk. But yeah, okay. man. Put deodorant on. I'm gonna remix it. I'm gonna remix it. Put the owner in on. Okay. Brush your teeth. Clean your ears. Clean, clean in between your toes. Oh, and wear clean socks. What? And use Oof. wipes. And you, and when you're wiping, use wet wipes. How about this one? When in your crack, wipe towards the back. Avoid the. You know what I'm saying? Nah, on some serious shit, be safe out there, people. There's Dude, shit popping up again. There. Numbers are high right now. Wash your Ouch. hands after you wash your ass. And don't touch your eyes, because you'll get pink eye. Yeah, that's bad. That shit's nasty. You get caca in the corner, dude, and it swells up. Especially if you eat corn. Ooh. Hey, you brought all that shit up, man. You did too, bro. So with that, hey, yeah. shout out to Elena. Shout out to Elena. Shout out to Elena. Awesome, and, awesome uh, episode. We got to get on her again. Yeah, rest in peace to her husband, the rest legend. Her husband. With that's the, a legend. T-Rex. Right that's yeah. With the T Rex. Yeah. That. Hell yeah. Yeah. When she starts getting her money for that, for for the, that, we're gonna me and GPA are gonna purchase two T Rex and we're gonna go walk through the streets with it on. Hell yeah, dude. We'll call ourselves Rex in Effect. Rex in Effect, and we're gonna do a show. With dinosaurs now, bro. Yeah. I'll be your hype man when you just start rapping. As long as it ain't hot, bro. Oh, they got fans inside of it, bro. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, they got fans. Yeah, she told us today. She told okay. us they got fans. Okay. Yeah, so we'll do a show with the T-Rex suits on. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that. So with the, with the weight? Yeah, Wakanda. LX, DMX. Come on, fool. So with that being said, this is a wrap. Keep the strap. Uh, and clean your crack. We out. We out.